And are we back? We're back. Okay. <laughs> so, folks, this is where I'll switch it back to the proper mic audio. You will have just been listening to shitty audio for a minute. The computer shut off because I forgot to plug it in when I came to the studio. Wow, wow. It happens. Yeah, nope. It happens. It happens. Hey, do you like Philip Seymour Hoffman? I know the name, but um, not too... Um That's him. Hmm. Well, tell me about him. He, he's an actor. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I, I, many say that he... Uh, aside from... Uh, who's that? Dan, what's that? Daniel Day-Lewis. Mm-hmm. Aside from Daniel Day-Lewis, they say that Philip Seymour Hoffman is the most talented actor ever. Most and you, have you ever seen him in any movies? I don't think I have. No? Name some of his uh, movies. So, well, Capote is a pretty good one that, that I have only seen a few times, but I want to watch it a little, few more times. I got this for free at a garage sale. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it had some weird signature on it. I was like, I wonder who signed that. Maybe it's Capote. Yeah. And, uh, um, oh, man, dude, just he has some m- movies that are so good. Like, hmm. like uh, they're, but they're all indie-type indie films, you know? They're not really... Like, say like, like you know. AAA blockbuster kind yeah, of movie. Yeah, they're, they're, like. they're not XXX, like mm. that film. That's a big blockbuster film. Or like anything made by, uh, who's that really stylish director? Um, There's like Quentin Tarantino. Uh, that, yeah, he's got good style, good style. But the guy, the guy who they say, hey, this guy's all, st- all style, no substance. They critique him for that. Michael Bay? Michael Bay, yeah, you got it, you got yeah. it. Probably getting a little smoky. I'm going to scoop up, I'm gonna scoop up a few of these pieces of wood so don't get too smoky. I like to consider Michael Bay it's more of a uh, you don't really go to like if you go for a movie to think about you know like damn I really want to like look at the plot of it you know I want to dissect the plot I want to really understand what the director was going about yeah. I don't really think Michael Michael Bay, Bay is not that guy I absolutely do. absolutely you're 100% right yeah. 100% right so um I uh I, so so let's talk so now that we're reconvening because the last time we really had a chance to <coughs> chit chat. Mm. Price, Price, the producer. So it was was like it was it was nearly probably like a, like two years ago at least. Yeah. So and that that's literally the prime time of COVID. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know I'm sitting here without a mask, and you know for that for good reason you have at least, at least one on, but then you happen to have two on. Mm-hmm. So like, um, what? Give me, give me your, and if you don't mind, just so you're really clear, if you want to put that on your lap or something, just for this part, because I'm curious. No um, and you're off camera, you know, you're just in full producer mode. We have no shot. I'd like to have a shot like this, that you know, kind of has a side view of you, and like, and like the fire. Mm. Those would be probably the two best camera angles. Um, yeah, but I was hoping to just get like, what are some of your thoughts so far on? Oh, you should crack that beer and try it first before we get into some topics. You want to crack it now? I'll I'll, I will lie, I'm not going to uh, remove the mask. Eh? Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't want to remove the mask. That's mm-hmm. fair. Oh, yeah, so just take that as a memento, have it after. You'll notice it's fucking, it's a bit too carbonated. You know how, and I don't know if this happens to drinks, like, sorry, if this means that it's mm-hmm. old, I'm not a soda expert. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed that it was a bit too carbonated for me, like too bubbly. But there's some people who like really bubbly drinks. I wouldn't lie, I never guessed it was carbonated, just but. When I saw the espresso, I was thinking more. You know, like coffee, be but more yeah, milky, milky and coffee, and those darks are usually more milky. But this one is very soda-y. Mm. So yeah, let me know if you like it. I guess after. Not oh, a that's problem. Too bad. Oh, you know, but you could always, like, walk off and go and 
have a drink station over there. Yeah, That's an idea. Okay, and then we'll start into your story and we'll start talking. We'll talk COVID for a moment. No You're not getting too cold over there, are you? No, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just take a quick break with with Price uh, for him to try the beer that I gave him. <laughs> it's an espresso stout from a local microbrewery here called Minhas. Uh, they are a great brewery. Really, I really love their stuff. Uh, not as good as Bush, of course, because Bush just is. It, it's a it's a cleaner filtered taste for sure but uh you know for a microbrewery minhas is so cheap like you get a 24 pack of those for 29 bucks that's that's as cheap as you can get in saskatchewan or really i think god i don't i think anywhere in fucking you can't get cheaper than that if you're doing cheaper than that you're not making any money on your beer for fuck's sakes you're just trying to get rid of old shit and they have that price all the time so uh what did you think was it a little was it pretty carbonated and did, when you opened it, did it fizz up quite it a bit? That, that's what I'm saying, right? So, I do. I see what you mean when it says it's very carbonated. Yeah. I find the coffee does complement that a bit. It does. Um, I'm a fan of the taste, though. I do like that. Yeah, nice taste. It's refreshing, you know. But if you're gonna have three of them, dude, mm -hmm. you'll be fucking burping all evening. It's there. <laughs> it's too carbonated, mm -hmm. in my opinion. So anyway, back to the main topic. By the way, that that. We'll just talk about something. This is like shop talk for one second. Mm -hmm. I stretch that. Like, with how I'll, I'll topic off onto something else. Like, I'll do that all the time because these have to be long. That's mm -hmm. their point. Is it a lot of times it feels awkward talking in a podcast like this because it feels so drawn out. Like, you feel like you're talking to your grandpa almost. You know? <laughs> but that's kind of the style. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. So, anyway. So, we were talking COVID. And I was hoping to get my temporary producer's opinion because, as I was saying before, we had all kinds of technical issues. Here we are for episode 41, by the way. Um, corona is a thing that's been happening to the world for the past three years. It's been talked to death by me and everybody else. And anybody coming to this, you'll be coming. Although anybody coming to this, you'll be coming potentially a few years after the fact that this content was made. So maybe this will be a token subject. Mm -hmm. So that's why I try to definitely hammer it all the time. Because people, anybody who watches will want to know, hey, who's, what's this new guy's thoughts on the big thing that just happened? Because, like, really, it is like our war. Mm -hmm. In a way, I mean, people are dying. Like, people are, per it's perceived that people are dying in mm -hmm. a way that they're, that wasn't always happening. Um, um, so people are dying. Uh, people are at odds and, you know, angry. People are fighting in grocery stores because of their political views and this and that. That type of yeah. stuff happens during wartime. So, you can draw parallels between what's going on right and even though this is not nearly as bad you know mm. i'm not gonna i can give us modern people some credit I, what are we called we're called postmodern humans now i guess yeah but when can you really call it you can't really ever it keeps moving that term so you can't ever really label yourself instantaneously as a postmodern person but that's what we are really that's what we are so um yeah so you've got two masks on i've got no masks on Particularly, I think you have them on um, because I, I know that you were talking a little bit about, and this is for everybody, we're doing the Omni Omicron period of the different variants, which is the third variant, which is supposed to be the one that is done with. But I think he uh, had some exposure and maybe had it or had a friend test, test positive for it. So he's more or less probably doing that for me because he, so do you have it right now? As I'm not too sure. Not so sure. He's not sure. So that's, by, uh, by the hmm. way, I'll talk over you. Sometimes. That's not a problem. <laughs> so, anyway, 
So Corona times are upon us. And so what, what, I don't want to leave it too broad for you. Hmm. So like, do you, so, you, and you were staying in the east of Canada for a little while? Um, yep. yep. I was staying in and Ontario. So, and it's pretty serious over there. Lots of people, highly populated, yep. dense population. So what was it like being around other people over there? So you, like, was, I'm not trying, because a lot of times it happens, people who aren't used to interviews or even just talking in a recorded fashion, they, they always think somebody's, oh, you're trying to do a gotcha or something. Mm. Not that, just talk about other people, talk about what you've experienced. Oh, yeah. It has nothing to do with you particularly. Um, so like, what was it like for you well, in Toronto and, and so far in Corona? I can tell you about the two times that I was in Ontario. The yeah, tell me about it. Back in 2019, when I first went to Ontario, I stayed in London. And that was during, since it was 2019, it was more or less the peak of when everything was now starting. So a lot of places were shut down. So you didn't really see people much on the streets. Everyone was just very to themselves. So if we ever went to the grocery store, um, grocery store hours were limited. They only allowed a certain amount of people in the store, so it was very con it was more controlled. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much the same as here. Pretty much so far. And it was just like and that for about six months. So how did you feel about that? Like let's say the time constraints part of it. Do you think uh, did that ever annoy you? It doesn't really matter though. I mean, you just you can work around it. Hey, I that you can you work just around, around it. It, it yep, was yep. if they only allowed from. We'll keep I, we'll keep narrowing in. Mm -hmm. to things that eventually you can't work around <laughs> like let's say vaccines masks we'll work our way there yeah but like yeah so th yeah that the time limits and that type of stuff that's all fine mm. and i like that people are washing their hands like crazy and white washing everything yeah dude because i'm ocd like i'm super <laughs> clean i wash my hands I insane like they're they're slightly discolored to be honest with you like i have you know how there's people who have ocd mm -hmm. like i think that everybody has some sort of a mental disorder mm -hmm. of some sort whether it be mi minor, whether it be just addictions, most people have addictive. Just it's just addictions. Yeah. And and gluttonous, addictive tendencies. And then they then they they put it on the most common things: food, gambling, you know, whatever. And they get fat. They get that's that's most people. Mm -hmm. um, mine is I have OCD, kind Ooh, of. And okay. it, but it's not like a debilitating type, mm -hmm. you know. So um, anyway, I've been like kind of learning more about that, and just like kind of really realizing that, Ooh. you know. Uh, Kind of like a self-journey kind of thing. Yeah, in a way. I think, yeah, I think everybody's on their own. Whether they, you know, some people are aware of it and some people aren't. Mm -hmm. And I think the more aware of it you are, the better off you are. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you just learn more about yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. I've got this friend. I don't want to go too far off on my tangent, triple tangent here, but so I forget what we're talking about. Hmm. But um, I have this friend who's talking, he's, he's really obsessed with this exact thing, hmm. which is like decision matrices. Ooh. And I, you know, he, I think he's a little in his head because he's having a kid. A lot of my friend, different friends are having kids. Um, so nobody out there will know who I'm talking about. But uh, he's really into decision-making right now, decision matrices. And like, um, fuck, the, tra the train of thought is fizzling out. Is it like, let's um, say if he has to make choice A and choice B, he goes over every single possibility before yeah, he would make yeah, that choice? For is sure, like for that? sure, for sure. Hmm. Yep. But what were we talking about kind of just before that that would connect it to me and you? I forgot why I brought him up. Well, we were talking about COVID. We were talking yeah. about... Um, yeah. Uh, I won't lie, I lost train of thought as well. <laughs> I lost train okay. of thought. It's okay, it happens. Yeah. Um, we'll get it, we'll get it. Um, we will get it. Talking about... Uh, yeah. Hmm. And like, and we're like, and like how you, you know, you go into a grocery store and those times were okay. Hmm. And then there's things you can't get past like masks and vaccines. 
You're telling and me about on the OCD, how you wash your hands. Oh, oh boom, 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 we got it. Mm. We were talking about disorders and how everybody has disorders and my hand washing and decision matrices. And I have this one buddy who's obsessed with, and he is German. Hmm. So, and I don't know what that means to you. Is Give yourself German? 10 years because I know you're a little younger than me, but hmm. he's German. And so, and so he's got this decision matrix that he thinks is perfect. He thinks everybody should think like this in this way. Oh, he's, he's making a board game. He's making a board game <laughs> to try to help other people to understand this decision process that he thinks everybody should know. Mm -hmm. To the point where he literally has said to me that he thinks that it's going to be huge. We made a bet. We made a one thousand dollar bet. Oh wow! Um, and I gave him four to one. So if I lose, I, lo I owe him four thousand bucks. But he he thinks his this board game idea of his is going to become a world sensation. And I was like Brady, oh fuck! I just said his name. You can bleep it out. Fuck! We're at uh, we're at 18 minutes on the second video. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna bleep that out. Um. So he was talking about his board game, and he was like, uh, "This is gonna be a world sensation." And I bet him. I said, "If it's not a world sensation in 10 years, we did this bet: 1,000 to four to 4,000." Mm -hmm. Uh. Yeah, so that was that's what's happening there with this board. It's a weird board game idea because he's German. That's why I think he thinks that this decision matrix idea of his, everybody should think like that. But he's mm -hmm. he's leaving out individualism. It's so ignorant. It's ignorant. I was gonna ask, does it? Where does free will come into play? Like, let's say exactly. everyone thinks like that. It's just I know, I know exactly. And and he would be able to explain it. Like he, but, but the problem is, is I, and I and I and I, and I refute it so much because I. It's great if you can explain it. It's mm -hmm. because you are potentially a smart, technical-thinking German person. Yeah. You know, capacity, brain, brain capacities are different. Like people aren't going to be able to grasp something that complex. They have their own decision matrix. Mm -hmm. That's exactly where free will comes in. Like I, I get what you're saying for sure. All of that. Um, another thing I was going to tell you about was I was betting. The M Do you watch MMA fights at all? Every now and again. Every now and again. I was uh, watching. Last weekend, there was the big heavyweight fights in Ganu and uh, Gain. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty sweet, dude. There was... Oh, I already told you the joke about... If you ever see anybody with... Oh, no, I, I said that to somebody else. Uh, if you ever see anybody with the last name Nurgamedov, just bet on them, and you're going to win. <laughs> so, yeah, I made, I made uh, $600 this, week, hey, this weekend. Congrats. Just betting on the fights. But, you know, but the thing is, is I'm down. And, I'm, and I'll always be honest, because I'm a poker serious player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing sports betting a little bit. I'll be honest. Um, I have full investments into sports betting right now are are are, are fifteen hundred. Mm -hmm. Not counting before I had a couple wins from before. Those are since I've started keeping track. I had a couple wins. I'm up from those, but I'm trying to leave those out. Yeah. I'm I'm at, I'm at, uh, I'm in fifteen hundred right now, and I'm only at, on my account. I'm at I'm at uh, eight hundred. So I'm technically down seven hundred right now. But I'm going to try and climb my way back up. The it's weekend the of the weekend of. Uh, of the, um, you know Dustin Poirier? I'm not familiar you with know the name? Oh, you don't even know the name, eh? That's okay. I'm in my own echo chamber, so sorry, sorry. Um, you're not as into MMA as me. That's totally fine. Uh, I, the Dustin Poirier weekend, it was recent. He was fighting uh, a South American guy, Oliveira. Mm -hmm. And I bet on a couple of different fights on that one. Like, And I bet a little too big. Like, I bet, like, mm. I was... And so, and I, so that was where I chopped myself down to, like, 200... And now I'm building back up, but I'm just keeping it within the realm of fun right now. Like the sports betting is fun, but there has to be some money there for it to be even worth doing. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, so yeah, little up, little ups and downs on my MMA bets. <clears throat> um, decision matrixes. Uh, everybody has a disorder. Just working my way backwards here. 
Mm. And then uh, and then back to COVID, and like uh, what it was like in the East versus the West. Fucking. So do you are you the most do you feel the most comfortable and safe with the current variant? Because what if, what has been your influx of information for hearing about what this variant is like? What are you thinking about it? So for Omicron, I just want to say I'm not a medical profession, so don't take sure. my word as law and sure. like that. For sure, um, I think anybody watching this knows this is a. It's called Canadian talk. I'm a Canadian person talking. I have the training I have. This is just meant to be um, for commentary purposes and mm-hmm. edu- you know education. But you take edu- education is something that you take in yourself and process. This we're, you know we're at, not at we're not acting as any type of a licensed professional here. You know, before Continue. I just get into that, I like I like how you explain that because I know there's a lot of people. Um, not gonna point fingers because, but I know a lot of people is like, oh my god, is he oh talking yeah, about that? You think that their opinion is is the Bible or is the and they just the go wholehearted yep. with it yep. and it's they crazy. just but it's crazy. You always have to remember that you're just a small piece. You can you can earn a position of leadership, mm-hmm. but where we are right now and where m- most people are, because if, if you're not a leader, you know if you're a leader, you know you're a leader. Mm-hmm. You have to earn that place first. Yeah. You can't just presume that uh, that that position. You, you gotta. You gotta earn that. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's what elected is. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, um, my thought. So with Omicron, I just heard it's not not as deadly. It's just more contagious. Um, with that, you need a booster. With that, um, especially when that's going on for three years now, um, I feel especially a lot with. Um, I only speak about my experiences, but especially in Trinidad, it's everyone's just sick of it. When when is it sick of it? Like we're just it's country's been on lockdown for a while. It's just sick of it in Trinidad, eh? Because it's you you can't have the country locked down for how many like it was what about eight months? Country's been on lockdown six months or something like that. Now yep. I would say yep. when the country was in lockdown, I was in Canada, so I wasn't there for the bulk of it. But it was when I well, it was probably on lockdown even worse back then. One hundred percent because we've been becoming less scared and. I feel it's just it's time it's whether if you're vaccinated whether you're not vaccinated that is you can't keep like how on um not a, i don't know if all of ontario is it but just the major like the gta area it's on lockdown you can't just keep going into lockdown going out of lockdown going back into lockdown it's you can't keep doing that it's it's ruining lives ruining businesses just keep it open at, at this point especially it has been enough time this is my opinion it has been enough time where if you're vaccinated, if you're not vaccinated, you've made your choice. Open back up the public. Whatever happens, happens. You can't tell people, you cannot control people and tell them, you need to do this, you need to do that. It all comes back to free will. Now, I have my personal beliefs about COVID and how how it is. Mm-hmm. But especially, like, I'm just repeating myself at this point, but it's been three years. No, it's okay. Just keep going. Let's re- repeat yourself and it'll, it'll be more clear the second mm. time. Keep going. Keep going. It's just been too long at this point. Just open everything back up. Leave it like that. I'm not saying how, oh my God, is he, is he saying that people should die? I'm not saying people should die. And that's the last thing I want people, I don't want people to die. You just can't prevent, you can't prevent it at this point. People might say, like, oh, if you take the vaccine, you can prevent it. That is true. I, well, I'm, some people, now then you'll have people that would say, if you take the vaccine, some people that take the vaccine, they still get COVID and they die. That's fair. Some people that take that, and then there's people who don't take the vaccine and they get COVID. That's die. That's fair. There's no yeah. right answer to say. That's one yeah, hundred percent no right. right. Okay, let me interject. I'll mm-hmm. just interject, and then we'll see if you find another jump-off point. We'll we'll keep talking about COVID a little more. Sure. Yeah. So, so 
So, yeah, at this point... So none of us can say that we know what to do. Uh, and there is no right thing to do. People die. People live. This, and I sa I've said this on previous podcasts and in, in, in quote posts. So everybody knows my opinion on this. If, if you follow me at all for the past week. Um, it, 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 there's no right answer. And I'm sorry, I got, I've got so many thoughts at once. I'm just trying to pick which one I want to yeah, put right here. You know, like, and this damn fire, he, it heats you up. So yeah, let's slow it down because I, I like to slow these down for a second too. Because like I was, oh, I was saying that like, well, that, that we we don't know the answer. Hmm. People die, people live. Oh, I I was talking about how I talk about taboo topics, and and right now this is in fact the most taboo topic. So I want to slow it down entirely, spread it out so that it's doesn't it's so that it's no longer taboo. It's just because when you talk about the intersection, because Right now, we're calling it Corona. We have to talk about language first and how it changes over time, and it's just words. Hmm. Obesity. Obesity has been a thing that has been a big issue. It's been killing people for, many would say, for a long time, mm -hmm. forever. But for, like, it's been in the media, and it's been something we've had a word for for 50 years, you know, 80 yeah. years, a while. But for sure, for sure, for, like, 20, 10, as we get into closer to now, there's a fitness movement. That type of stuff is going on. People know that obesity is bad. Um, people know that obesity can lead to diabetes, can lead to death. That was that's been happening. It's been happening. Mm -hmm. You know, we got this new thing now. This new word, coronavirus. Is it killing people at a faster rate as diabetes or obesity? No, it's not. Mm. Do people who have obesity and diabetes die often from COVID? Yes. So what you what you have there is an intersection point that is the most taboo thing ever right now mm -hmm. in current medical media discussion the intersection of covid and obesity and where do you hold people accountable for their own behavior and where don't you and because covid is another it is really just another huge avenue that all these people who are at these doors trying to get social money mm -hmm. and i'm sick i'm not worthy i can't work you know because they're fat and they can't walk or whatever mm -hmm. this is just a they look to the left they see this big road now that's come this way covid you know you get covid you'll never have to work again if you're fat enough mm -hmm. you know and it's just, this is all very brash, by the way, folks. I'm, I'm saying this in an entertainment, comedic fashion, but it is, it is also spliced in with facts of the real status quo right now, which isn't necessarily, the status quo is the status quo ever acceptable? Not really. It's just the current position we're in. And I, I, I really am with you on a lot of the stuff. Like I, I respect the rules when they come. Like if if you if, if you tell me a mask works, it, it works. I'll do the certain things on planes and things like that. But um, this is a weird one. I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna snipe for a second. Cool. We're gonna all the broadness we were discussing. I'm just gonna snipe for a second. If somebody doesn't want to wear a mask, and I know you'll just give me your perspective sure. on what the, the 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 media has already told you to say to somebody who says this, mm -hmm. but just really think, try to think about it for a second, for just from a human perspective. If masks work, and God, I I know you could, you could have any buzz phrase. Oh, they work in one direction, not the other, and who knows? If masks fucking work, the people who don't want to wear them, 
why can't they just not wear them? If, is this mask... You're telling me... Because if the mask works in this direction, mm-hmm. it, it's got to also work in this direction. I mean, the, the fluids in the air or the vapors that you're afraid of, they become less... Val- less powerful when they're floating around in the air. Mm-hmm. So if your mask is working from the inside to keep yours from getting to other people, mm-hmm. then the other people's stuff who's in the air, it's weak. It's weaker, 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 weaker. It comes and it hits the front of yours. Like, how scientific are we going to get to the point where we're going to pretend that they don't work in both directions? Like, So that's a perspective. I'm not saying that's my perspective. I'm not saying, hey, I, I think anti-maskers should be right and they should just have to not wear it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, though, that where is the the evidence? Where where where's the real talk about why? Because too, how uncommon you would have people who aren't wearing masks. It should be uncommon. Mm. So why don't we just let them be, like we have let people sit in their houses and get to six hundred pounds? Mm. Why don't why don't we just let them be? You know, so because they should technically be more at risk to the vapors than you. In terms of a hierarchy, it just it's a breakage. It's almost like, I don't like it because I like science, mm. but they're using science against the public in a way. Mm-hmm. That's what I see COVID as. It's almost like a war, but the missiles, dude, I love coming up with quotes like this in long conversations. It's like a war, but the missiles are, are little science words mm-hmm. that people don't understand. So it basically, it turns you into a clueless idiot, no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. Like. How many people, like, most people, Corona beer has been everywhere for forever. But if you ask the person, hey, what does the word Corona mean? The definition of the word Corona. Do you know how many people would have not known it before the current previous three years? I knew it from some science stuff, and I knew that it was some sort of a propagating circle. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of knew it, but I I don't know it as well as I know it now. Lost my train of thought. But just like, just like Corona and... I want some beer. That's what it is. Let's take a break for a second here. Just pause for a second. We're at a, we're at a raw thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. The thing is, too, dude, is because the computer shut off. I was thinking about this while I was uh, while I was talking there, while you were talking, doing mm-hmm. your rant. Um, we will ha- we will lose the high quality recording because the computer shut off unless mm-hmm. it auto saved somewhere, which I can check for, but it's unlikely. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But maybe it auto saved. I can check in some couple of folders but it's likely that we lost that first 10 minutes which is no big deal most of it was me right didn't how i bet you that shut off like like five minutes after you came right i think so yeah it wasn't too, too so long. we didn't even lose much and we still we got 30 minutes of material in here already so yeah, perfect Seems yeah line, um right? yeah what was i just going to talk about um but i had something and i lost it we were going on um the maskers, if it went this way, it can come back this way. Yeah. Um, but it was. Uh, you're talking about how. Oh, I was slow. Okay, I've got it. I got it. I got it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've got it. Um, so, like, um, yeah, so I wanted to slow it down because we, we just went on a pretty decent little rant there about Corona. Just wanted to break it up for a second because, again, want to reiterate this needs to be done. That, you know, this isn't an anti vaccine podcast. This isn't an anti mask podcast. This isn't a right wing podcast. This is a comedy podcast and sports podcast mm-hmm. and current events. So, uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, COVID becomes that. You're getting cold, aren't you? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. I knew it. Got shorts on. But go bundle up, man. Oh, you know, there is blankets out in here, too. If you want if it gets, to. If it gets a little bit more cooler, then yeah. sure. But for now, like, 
Yeah. I, I got all I'll, I'll survive. Yeah. Also, there's wood. Like, if you wanted to add wood. Also, if you wanted to get a little... I'll get a little closer. Because, like... Yeah, I don't know. You could probably... You probably go closest to there, and you won't be on the camera anyway. If need you want to get your legs yeah. a little better. Anyway, sorry, guys. Sorry. Thank you all for tuning in so far for 30 minutes of the Canadian Talk podcast. Uh, so, um... Is there anybody we need to thank? I guess we want to thank Bush. Hopefully one day we do want a beer sponsor. Uh, thank thank you, Minhas, for providing the producer with his random uh, little stout. So yeah, but anyway, we're just sitting here in the wood shop. We got our fire going, and we're talking Corona right now. And um, we are trying to make sense of it. It is it's slowing down a lot in the world. It's it's not as major of an issue. A lot of people are becoming more chill about it. Um, when we were comparing obese people to to anti-maskers, and when does when do you draw the line to when, just letting leaving them alone, you know? Um, and it's impossible to know. We're not saying we know where to draw the line, but eventually, I guess we may have to make a decision on that, um, you know? Because how do you feel when you make that decision? Because you know it's not going to cater to everyone. Exactly right. Exactly. It's weird when a decision has to be made of it. That's why I don't love it because you got you you add that face aspect where you're be, where you're creating a new compulsory piece of clothing, hmm. and it's like to take that away. It's tough because you've got it. It's such a it's such a partisan issue. Fifty percent of the people love it, and fifty percent of the people hate it. Like really, dude. Down the line, I know it feels it feels like more people are pro mask. But actually, it really, really does come down to if you if you get down to it, fifty fifty, like it always is when it comes to giving freedoms and taking freedoms. Some people like it, some people don't. So, but somebody who is going to be able to make the decision to take masks away, like we're going to have to have some sort of a propaganda campaign. I call it propaganda because you'd have to tell the public, "Hey guys, you're safe now." When technically the reality is, dude, this coronavirus stuff, little colds and flus that attack either the stomach or the liver or the lungs or it always has existed. Mm. There's every year there's a new flu. So it's just so you're it's a propaganda campaign in the sense that you'll have to tell the people, hey, don't worry anymore when technically you should always worry. You should always be exercising, you should always be trying to not be obese or, or not take in too much bad stuff that will weaken your kidneys, liver, heart, because at any given moment a new disease can come up that could target that. And just and right now it just so happens. And I'll just I'll give you a little more info on my perspective on this. Because this is where marijuana intersects with it too. Because it just so happens that we ha all of a sudden have a respiratory flu that's killing a lot of people. Right when everybody starts smoking pot again, and right, right when the taboo gets lost with pot, and and old people are smoking it, and now all of a sudden we have a respiratory disease for old people. Mm -hmm. Coincidence? No, it's just weak old people smoking when they shouldn't. And um, and uh, but also you know it is what it is. So. But my point was, my point was, is how are you ever going to, my point was, and I remembered it wonderfully, is how are you ever going to take the masks away from people? Get it so that, okay guys, masks are not required anymore. Because like there will be businesses now who, if they're, if they're a private business, they might, like if I wanted to go to Broadway Cafe, mm. a left, a left leaning establishment here in Saskatoon, are they going to have compulsory masks forever now? Like like you're fucking walking into little China or China Chinatown like or like like a separate area where they have their own rules. I don't like that, especially when it comes to a political thing like masks, because I just don't like it. They've mixed medical and 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 politics too much, and now the misinformation has gotten too much. 
because it's just gotten too crazy, dude. Because to me, I guess everybody thinks differently, but to me as a pragmatic thinker, I do have a tough time believing that the fabric, I don't care how much technology you put in the fibers, none of it works. Mm -hmm. It can't, it can't. It does in terms of not absolute. It, it does, it works that little bit, but it doesn't actually work. Like it, it, it's never gonna be full. Mm -hmm. So what the fuck are we doing here? You know? Um, so that's a, f a few points of, of my opinions on masks a little bit. Especially as we get into the third variant and it's at the point where people are... Everybody who has it doesn't even know that they have it. Even even obese people. Mm -hmm. So what's crazy too is the denial. You see the denial in the mainstream media too where, where why isn't there... They kind of mention it here and there. Oh, don't be fat because you'll die but they don't put it plainly like that like it pisses me off that, that they're not calling it what it is you know well, if you call it what it is you'll get cancelled exactly well guess what that's what we do here so <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying and it's me doing it so um, but yeah that is really how I feel about it because I do feel that somebody I think we're in the, uh, an age of the rise of individualized media number one so I think I can get away with it and, and I do think that right now, because th that rise, it all is fluid, it all works together. That rise is happening for the very reason of things like this need to be said, but they're not being said. Because of that strong reach, the reach being extended, the technology being clarified of communication of, oh, hey, you went wrong here, it is saved in the data centers, here it is. Like, it's become more absolute, it's become where you can't wipe it away. Mm. So canceling is easier to do. And um, so for that reason, you need to have a new form of media where you can have people that are willing to say this type of stuff and, and, and not be tied to a corporation whose certain types of ads will have problems with that. Because it all comes back to advertising and money, right? And because there's advertisements that work for this type of media as well. And I think it will just, it will slowly grow. And mm -hmm. it will become each its own thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a little bit on, on individualized media. I think it's really a really important thing that's up and coming with podcasts and and all of that. Um, so, I got. Oh, I was going to show you my pen. Uh, Canadian talk pen. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, hey, and you should sign the bench right there. For every episode, I'm going to do a thing. Just initial the bench. And uh, and then we're all we're all set into place. I can do that after as soon as I move this thing. But yeah, sure, cool. Are you good at pen spinning? Pen spin. You know, I've never learned how to do it. I just know it's like you just kind of twirl it around your finger. Yeah. But I could never. You can't do it either. I can't understand how people do it. For a second, I think I can. I know this one where there's some people who where they they do it up mm. there. Like I know how to do that one where it's up on the top there and mm. you hit it with your finger and spin it up on there. But I can't. Oh, and I, I can do some of the rolling with poker chips, uh, but I can't do anything with a pen. Some people, man, it's insane. They're flipping it around like a baton. They get really good at it. I'm so jealous of people that can do that, dude. <laughs> so jealous of people that can do that. Well, even you were doing it with poker chips. I can't do that with poker chips. Yeah. I yeah. just kind of just play with it. Just yeah. It, it takes time, hey. Mm -hmm. It's weird how everything takes time. Just like fucking walking. That's why you gotta leave your house every day and do an hour of exercise like they've been telling us since 1995 mm -hmm. in the little campaigns of do 60 minutes of movement every day mm -hmm. or your fucking body will seize up. Fucking 
coronavirus is so it's so under my skin. I hate it so much. So what else? Lots of it's been going on. So we haven't even really talked to you about any funny. We're just we got we got cattled on this coronavirus thing too, and we'll come back to it. We get the gist. Price seems to be uh, he's open to everything just like I am, but also a little fed up just like everybody should be. And we don't know what to do, and we really want some somebody who has the damn power. We all want this. Is somebody to go out there and publish some real numbers with some new words that's going to make us feel better now. Like mm -hmm. enough with the with the deadliness. We got to call it what it is, which is hey, you know. And when you call it what it is, I've just got things coming across my head here. I just want to bring them up because these are people will forget about this. Doctor Drew and Doctor Phil are martyrs of the coronavirus situation. When you call it like it is, like Dr. Phil, uh, they each have their own, I'll use Dr. Phil's example. He goes on a very small media thing and goes, hey guys, like you're more likely to die walking into your own pool and drowning than you are from coronavirus, so don't worry too much. He goes out publicly and he says that, and the numbers support that, just so you know, if you want to know it from an engineer, I'm not a mathematician, but I might as well be. I'm top of my class in math in engineering so I could have been a mathematician I'm not I'm bragging sorry sorry so that's how I fucking feel about that you know and uh, so anyway let's see what we got on the old phone here before we talk before we come back and talk pre talk to Price a little bit more about what he's been up to and what uh, give us the update from his country uh, country of origin rather uh, so what do we got here on my lists let's go with Let's read a couple of these dialogue and intrigue humor that I got written down, and then we'll go to podcast content. Because we're approaching... Damn it, you know, it really sucks that we lost that beginning. Because I was talking for a good ten minutes before you came in here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's too bad. Folks out there, anybody who's still tuning in, yeah, there will be a lost... I'm probably going to just chop it out. Honestly, the whole beginning 15 minutes where I was warming up. Uh, and I, all I was talking about was my, my pipes that are leaking. Mm. and um, street work that the government workers were doing in front of my house. I, there was a bit of a stinky smell. There was a bit of a stinky smell in my house, and it just means that my vents, that, that vent my plumbing, mm. aren't perfectly sealed, which is fine. Um, you mostly usually, usually won't smell anything, but they were they had the big trucks, and they were, because it's such a hot day, they mm. were hydrovacking out the pipes. Wow. And uh, created a bit of a smell. I was worried, and then I then I wasn't worried. And that was what I was talking about. So anyway, though, I'm cutting out that in entire beginning part. So yeah, if you clicked ahead, we are at episode 41. I'm happy to be back in the studio. We've missed. This is so late in the episode to say this, but maybe you clicked forward. We have missed two weeks of the last episodes. I knew that Brandon was potentially going to be able to do an episode, so I was building up to this. I wanted to this to be a really good episode. I did one like the week before last, but it's also been like minus 50, so it's been kind of tricky to. Get in here, like this in. thing works yeah. in minus fifty. It's fine in here, but like, you know, you sit just, just a little bit over there. And I knew, like, let's say last week, I knew that you would have gotten too cold. It was you minus know? thirty, minus yeah. forty. Like it's yeah, yeah, you, you yeah, yeah. Like we should be tagging up some wood onto this, but you know, it's not like we'll go for too much longer. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna cut out that entire beginning part. Let's go to the list and see what kind of jokes we've got hanging around in the list. You know what sucks, dude? Is I fucking and this is for anybody who any I, you might be a follower. I fucking lost my harmonica. <laughs> I need to buy. I need to buy another one or something like that. Have you seen? It's like in a little black case, long, just like harmonica size, and it's got a little zipper. Mm -hmm. If you see it sitting anywhere, because yeah, I, I may have set it down, just let me know. 
Not a problem. Yeah, it's fucking missing. But a harmonica's thirty bucks, mm-hmm. and I want it. That one too. It's it's a D harmonica. I want to get a C harmonica. Ooh. But I want to have a, I want to have an A B C D E harmonica. Yeah. All five. You want to set. Yeah. So, but so it's no big deal if I if I misplace one. But I'm a little bummed about it because I was I'd like to play a little riff because you haven't heard me play ever. I don't think so. No. And I've been getting a little better. Ooh. It really sucks. Like that's that's too bad. Okay. Anyway, let's see what kind of embarrassing shit I've got written down here. Let's let's do this. Let's throw in a good old Canadian bit of poison. Let's, uh, you know, you want to have another drink of your beer or whatever? I think I'm good, but thank You're you. You're good? Okay. Producer's good. He's staying straight, which is what he should do. Much appreciated, man. Much appreciated being here, too, uh, well, for today. Thanks me. for coming. Um, I reference you every now and then in random podcasts because it, it gives me more legitimacy. It makes mm. me seem like I have a producer when I don't, really. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you're kind of a, like a, a guest producer. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, we're going to throw in some poison here, and then we're going to read some of my shit that I've got written down cool. that I think of, and I think it's good, so I write it down, and we'll see what it is. <sighs> oh, and I, I branded it. Did you see that? That's my... Oh, shit. Yeah, where did I put my brander? Oh, yeah, this thing right here. Oh, that's cool. It's, it's, it's cooled off. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a c- Canadian leaf. It's got the website on there. <laughs> and uh, cool, it works, it? dude. It works good. It works really good. I like that. Yeah, you can set it there. Cool. So, um, just quick little words in between here. What do you think of like you like in the studio? Oh yeah. Uh, it's kind of come along. I, in terms of, I know since you've left, I probably haven't put any more wood on the walls or like. Yeah, there's but the probably no major changes. Yeah, on the outside, it's it's because because getting the permits completed, I needed to do all the outside stuff. So and they mm. just kept on being one more thing, one more thing, you know. And fucking painting, I had to do like three coats to get it to Ooh. look. Yeah, hey, so it's all done now. At yeah. least I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the outside, it is. Hmm. But so much to do on the inside. I think it could be like a forever project, you know? Exactly. So, exactly. Because I would like it to be. I don't want to take the shortcut and do any any plywood. I want it to all be proper timber. Yeah. So that there's awesome like acoustics in here and shit. Mm-hmm. So that you know, for this and for I want to have a there's gonna be a dance studio upstairs. It's gonna be all one big floor, and I want it to, you know, mm-hmm. have good acoustics. And this shit, you know, when you're dancing around, it has good acoustics. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what I mean by acoustics? Or yeah, you, can, like you probably don't have the same kind of training in that as I do. I feel like, like in terms of structural acoustics. No, I don't. No, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's simple yet complicated like people like to think I, I, man when I was young it's the same freaking way it's everything was everything was simple hmm. just because you hadn't actually done it yet you hmm. know do I have any shit on my face no nah, you're no good. not that you can notice <laughs> yeah dude when you're young you, you really think that everything's easy until you get you get a real eye-opener hmm. in life life is, is, is such an eye-opener like so far and I don't know if everybody ha- is this lucky but so far, each new decade of my life has been my favorite decade. Really? Like when I was when I was under ten, I was loving it. When I was between my teens, I was loving it. Mm. And now my my twenties are my new favorite decade of my life. You think you know? you'll feel like that in your thirties? Mm. I don't know. I really hear bad things about the thirties. <laughs> yeah, I put too big of a dip in. Mm. So. Forgot to plug in the computer. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. 
Okay, so let's go into some content here. This is what you guys pay for. This is the stuff that comes straight out of my imagination as a comedian. Requires a lot of vulnerability to do this type of thing. So that's why we're here. That's why we have plenty of intoxicants to allow it to come out. Nice and nice this is how flow. artists do it. Yeah. So, anyway, let's see what we got in here. God damn it! I put in too big of a dip. I can't even talk with this thing in there, or it just it just muffles me up. Mm. You know what? I think I'll get some forgiveness from listeners who are listening to this. Baseball players, fucking mostly. I think I'll get some uh, sympathy. Okay, there we go. We're all set. Okay. So this is di this is the dialogue and intrigue humor folder. Um, if there's anything that pops out. This one I thought of in the shower. I really like this one. Um, so if you're not if you're not schizophrenic, technically, you are a person who would have a tendency to like a, to, to a totalitarian style of government, because technically that would mean that that your thoughts are singular meaning that your leader should be singular. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a huge reductionist point of view. It's a big jump to make. Mm -hmm. But technically, if in your own brain, if you're not able to listen to multiple voices at once, how can you claim that you want... that you want... Dang it. You know, sometimes what I hate about... What I hate about improv is that sometimes part of what I want to say will be good, Mm. And then I'll start saying something, and halfway through doing it, I won't like it anymore. <laughs> That's when you got to, I guess you got to try to deflect, eh? Mm. Um, I didn't like where I was going with that. What I'm saying is that, like, not that... Because I understand that multiple voices make sense, even if they're not just in your head. But, like, I guess technically in terms of individual politics. God damn it, that, I don't like it anymore. Fuck! Okay, hold on. I don't like that one. Mm. You you like freezing now? No, I'm all good. You're good? You're good? Okay, yeah, it's kind of... At the end, it starts to really put off. You know, when there's no flame, you know what you do? Mm. You close the flute a little bit. Is that For the audience out there, I just closed the flute a little bit. That's a little... That's the opener on the thing, and it should... Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Dude. Yeah. Now, now heat is fucking radiating out of there. You, you, yeah, there we go. Okay, we got it. I should have did that a long time ago. I'm not a fucking expert. I actually only recently just saw that. Sadly, I've been using this thing for like a year and a half. And only like a year ago, I saw that on a tutorial. And I was like, oh, of course. Eventually, when the smoke isn't really a thing, you close your flute, it keeps in the heat. Like, I can't believe I didn't think of it myself. There's a little tutorial for anybody who's watching this because you like fires. God damn it. Too big of a dip. It's got me all contaminated. Okay, this one is a bit. This one is a bit for on stage, and it has to do with specific. I've told you about my parents before, right? A little bit. Th th about how they're gay. Oh, they are. I didn't tell you about that. No. <laughs> okay, we should probably go into that then, dude. Hmm. So, I was raised by two females. I didn't tell you about this. I've never told you about this. I was assuming I like just mom and dad, you know? No, yeah, I don't. Hmm? I don't. I was a, my conception 
Uh, and this has been introduced on many other podcasts already here, but we'll just we'll reiterate it um, for this podcast. God damn it! Now I, got, I feel like I got to take the dip out because I got a lot to talk about. Um, you know what though? Oh, this cup will make it easier and less gross. Mm. Okay, there we go. Just so you know, folks, my studio has a concrete floor. That's why I, I spit on the floor. And in the fire room, it just basically dries up anyway, and we wash it with chemical washes on the floor. So it's all set up for this. So, in case you're wondering. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, interesting part about myself. I'll, I will tell, tell you about it. Because comedy really do... One thing I've been learning more as I've been studying it a lot more, because I've been trying to work myself into being able to do it in a live fashion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like this. I think this is better. I wa- People create content like this. I like it better. I think there's more potential for content like this. Mm-hmm. So it's why I steer away from stage anyway. But I've been trying to adapt myself so that I could potentially... This is way better. Now I'm, This is way better. Now that I don't have to spit on the floor. Okay, we're, we're fixed, folks. We're back on track. Um, I've been trying to adapt myself. And guess what? I, unfortunately, I learned what the trick is, kind of, from this show that I've been studying. It's a show... It's like an open mic show. It's the biggest open mic. You know what an open mic is? Yeah. It's the biggest open mic... How old are you again? I'm 24. 24. It's the biggest open mic in the world. And, um... Um... So they, they have a little panel of judges that are comedians. They, they bring up new comics. And, um... They have them on. And and it, and it really it teaches you the raw aspects of what to do in the sta- in stand-up. And a lot of it, of what it is, unfortunately, dude, it's talking about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like... Because when you're on stage... It's, it's the best content to draw from. It's stuff that you won't forget. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that people want to hear. When you're up on stage and you're the, you're the star, all of a sudden you're the center of attention, all that people want to hear about is usually self-deprecative things to do with yourself. Really? That's really, it's what it is. It's what, it's what, it's what you do. It's really, really what you do. So I've been trying to even talk more about myself, mm-hmm. but it's hard. That's why I like having you here. Like this thing becomes a hundred times more valuable um, you should really bundle up, dude. So I, I'm feeling anxious because I know you're getting cold. Like if if I feel cool, you'll do it. You'll take care of it. Yeah. Just feel feel free to leave at any t- time. You know what I'm saying? To put on some uh, yeah, like a trousers. Pat, you know, producer, just so you guys know th- how awesomely Canadian this is. Even though he's not Canadian, but he's he's wearing shorts in our winter weather. But we have a pretty nice day today. It's pl- it's plus two degrees Celsius out of nowhere. So. Oh, it's not um, those kind of days. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, a lot of the comedy is this is great, man. We have like we have fifty minutes of, of raw, continuous <laughs> content here. This has been good. This has been really good. Um why I like having you here though, yeah, is because it doesn't seem as narcissistic, but ideal mostly this is just talking about yourself. It's refining stories mm-hmm. about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, and it can be good. That's what you have to do though to make yourself interesting enough to be on stage in front of people. Mm-hmm. It's a really selfish art, but it's like also this is what's weird about it. Let me tell you the juxtaposition of comedy that I like so much is while it's so narcissistic at the, at, it, it is both extremely narcissistic and extremely altruistic at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about it. It's the, it's, the coming, it's the coming together of those two things which is it creates what I think is the most perfect art ever. It's just like music though. Because like, to some people they, li- they want music and to some people they want different lyrics at all times. They don't want to hear repeating of the same thing. They want new thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and I—that's what it is. It's—it's, it's, that's what it is. So, uh, yeah. Dang it, lost it a little bit, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. 
I love the intersection of oh, but I was explaining why. Because you're talking about yourself, it's 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 narcissistic. And then because though, the goal of talking about yourself is to get others to feel good. The goal of talking about yourself mm -hmm. is to get others to feel good. It it makes it altruistic purely, mm -hmm. you know, because you're up there making fun of yourself to make others feel better and laugh. So it's hard. You can mm -hmm. so somebody who was to ever say comedy is 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 narcissistic or comedy is. It's like that they're, they're, they're so wrong they don't even understand it. Because like the goal, the reason I even do this, and I've repeated this again though I'm refining this thought, the reason I do this is because I was an engineer for a while and I didn't like the feeling that it gave me. Hmm. It made me feel special. Oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm si I get to sit here all day and get paid more money than anybody else makes, hmm. you know? But I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like it because I wasn't helping anybody. To be honest, dude, not only was I not helping anybody, I would, my job at, at several of the times was I've to, I think I've told you this was insurance work where I was helping people who didn't have insurance and they had house fires and house floods so I'm sitting there ruining their lives mm. my workers are doing work that they should be able to do but because they live in modern society they don't know how to fix their own houses I'm doing it and stealing all the money they've made in their entire life mm. that is essentially I'm the the, the, the center of it because like, you've heard of people who have their house burned down or flood and it ruins their whole life Yeah, I was in that Ooh. I felt it. That's why I do this now, and every other comedian do it, whether they know it or not. This is they're they're doing this to help other people to make them feel good. So mm -hmm. it's 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 an extremely altruistic art, in my opinion. Yeah. So anyway, that's a little philosophy about comedy, and uh, let's go back to my to my comedy that I write for you folks, as I just said. Oh, and this was a stand-up bit, so I guess I was precursoring it. Oh, and I was talking about my parents. Mm. By the way, I'm not uh, I'm not I'm not gay. I don't. I'm not gay at all. Um, my parents are though, uh, which is fine. And uh, like I, you know, we can let's talk. We can talk about that lots too. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but this is the bit. I'll say the bit before we talk about it anymore, because I I heard it and it was an adaptation to a bit that I heard from a different guy who's in a similar situation to me. He comes on stage and he goes, uh, he goes, my mom's a little gay. I know in the gender fluid society we live in, my mom's a little gay. My other mom though. She's really gay. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's a bit. It's, so essentially, it's very simple, but that's, what, that's how stage bits have to be, though, you know? It's just those in succession. Fucking bang, 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 bang. Mm -hmm. You know? It's fucking hard to do. Oh, and I got lots more here. Okay, I'm going to actually read some, though. I was, I, that was too long of a precursor to that bit. I'm going to read some out here. Okay, so the problem with predictions is as you approach infinity, I believe that instincts are a precursor to humanity. So if your ability to, and I was using this as a, crit, a critique to one of my friends who I, I think is too, too critical. Um, as your predictability approaches infinity, you forget that humanity can exist because instincts are a precursor to humanity. So if you're predicting everything that everybody's going to do, eventually your predictions will become purely negative. So that's why you always, that's why time is so valuable. So that's a bit I have written there that I'm trying to get into a longer thing because it's very optimistic about human nature. Hmm. Uh, schizophrenic bit. Um, oh, geez. Um, I mean, that would be a good time if you wanted to take a break, because I'm just kind of reading stuff. If you wanted to take a quick break, dude, because I'm even getting a little chilly. You've got to be chilly in shorts. You've got to be chilly in shorts. Dude. I, mean, I won't lie. Like, I'm, my toes are just chilly, but I mean, it's not like, you know... <clears throat> It's not to say like, oh my god, like I feel like it's frostbite. Okay, it's then let's fucking let's let's hammer through it then, and let's get it done, and we'll call it at an hour today. 
Cool. That sounds good. Because um, this list is shorter than I thought. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> this, is, this is more uh, lesbian parents bits. Mm. Um, this, is, would be, this would be a bit about my conception and how my genetics... Because it's weird to think, dude. This is something that I think about. And this is what the bit is, basically. But I'm, gonna, I'm just going to open it up in a conversation way because this is what I would try to do anyway. Um, it's weird how to think that before I was born, right... There was a sperm donation, and then I was frozen. I was—I believe they freeze it. Hmm. So uh, there was one period of time where me, in a sperm form, was frozen inside of a fridge, and I find that to be so weird. Like, how doesn't that damage it? You know? That's I mean, crazy. there's the science behind it, but I mean, mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. No, like it's just because you're just there. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're frozen in time. Yeah, it's crazy. Like. It's crazy. So I've got my other list here, but before I do that, I'll just talk a bit about my parents because I was telling you about that hmm. yeah I was raised by two women I thought I had told you about that already before but uh, it was a bit of a weird upbringing at times especially because I was totally normal I think I, I had a very normal sexuality attracted to really two moms like I, I was hyper attracted to women hmm. really it was it was really strange so it's kind of like the op in my situation it's the opposite but I also have a sister okay. and so she was also raised by two women and, and she's also straight so far hmm. so it's interesting you know because we have gay parents, but yet neither of us are like that. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's kind of interesting. But yeah, it was a good upbringing, pretty pretty unique at times. Uh, but I never really had any real problems with bullying, none that were severe. Mm. Uh, I always played sports, so nobody would really mess with me, because I was kind of like the... Luckily, I was the big fish in a small pond, I guess. Mm. So nobody, Sometimes older kids would, because they would just be naturally bigger at certain phases of life. It's like the fourth grader with the fifth graders, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So yes, like yes. Like sometimes in the old, in, you know, in the old sixth grade, you'd get it from the eighth grader and that yeah. type of stuff. But mostly, it was nothing really. So anyway, decent upbringing. They did a good job. I don't think that it affected me in any way too much. Okay. But you know, I don't know. It's really up for others to speculate, not me, because I just live. Yeah. And I, f I feel happy. I feel fine. I've, you know, um. But yeah, sometimes. I don't know though. It feels weird because I'm I wasn't born in the same way that everybody else was. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, it's very. So that's something super unique about me that I guess I was holding out on you, for I don't know why. <laughs> I think I was leading into it on one of our last interviews. I was asking you about a school you went to, a private school, and then I was asking, hey, mm -hmm. was there gay dudes there or something? Because you went to an all male school or something. Yep. I think I was segueing into it, uh, and I was like, hey, I'll leave it for the next time. That must have been what my thought process was. But anyway, so that's how that was involved in my life. But yeah, it seems fine now. Like, uh, you know, one of my moms is good with fixing cars and shit. So she's like kind of like a dad. Mm -hmm. So it's it's interesting, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, never really had any any real male influence in my life other mm -hmm. than that. You know? No mentors early on. It kind of left all the doors open in a way. So it wasn't, I didn't see it as a negative. I saw it as like a infinite opportunity type thing. Mm -hmm. That's I guess that's the way that I dealt with it, but yeah I don't know. Sometimes it might be said that um, that um, my sister didn't deal with it quite as well early on, but she dealt with it. So how can you really rank it? As long as you dealt with it, you moved on. Yeah. It is what it is, you know. So uh, yeah, and we're losing our fire, we're starting to see our own breath. Uh, we have created an hour here of good content. Anybody who's managed to stick around for this long-winded talk about coronavirus. And updates. 
Um, let's see what else we got on the podcast content list here because this is stuff that I know there is to talk about because I know that there's some current event stuff going on right now. Because I know that with the Neil Young thing, he recently just boycotted Spotify. Did you hear about that? Really? In in a in a in a combative way against Rogan. So Neil mm. Young is a pretty big left wing uh, a musician. Mm. This is actually what got me thinking about how music is different than podcast because music is is more the people on the left like music, and mm. people on the right like that the t- more podcasty talking as opposed to music. Mm-hmm. So it turn it turns out that there's some rivalries forming. Like Neil Young said, hey. I'm not going to have any of my music on Spotify anymore as long as Joe Rogan is on Spotify. Wow. That happened. So that's happening. That's, so that's a current event that's going on, which is kind of crazy. That's my opinion on it, really, is it's, I, I think it comes down to a left versus right thing again. So um, let, me, let me ask this. Why did he do that? Um, that I, exactly, yeah. I feel it's, it's in a combative way because he's trying to combat Rogan because Rogan is going very heavily anti-vax. I don't know if you know much about this, but he's going heavily anti-vax. He hasn't been vaxxed. Mm-hmm. Um, he's canceling comedy shows in Canada like places that he can't go because of vax mm-hmm. stuff um, of course he doesn't like masks and like that because he's anti-vax he's, yeah. if you're anti-vax you're probably also anti-mask usually so, so, uh, so yeah, sorry what's the musician's name? Neil Young and so, it, you, yeah and he's pretty big like you may not know him very much but he's like very big so why is he everybody loves him Like, and he has some of the most music biggest catalog of mm. a lot of artists and but then why is he I'm just trying to like wrap my head around it like why because then you're forcing Spotify to make a choice. Yep. Why to, do to that? Limit, to, well, to try to limit Rogan's voice. I guess Neil thinks, he must be thinking that Rogan's getting too powerful or his decision to, because you know what Rogan's been doing? Hey, like he was open on everything and he just got that big Spotify deal. Yeah. So I guess somebody's trying to go after him on the left. That's all That's all you can do really because he's dominating. He's, I mean, start, I he's so. starting to dominate. And uh, like for me, my thought process is like it's, I'm sure it's affecting him in some way, but it's like, let's say if you're taking your music off it, you're for, like, like I said, you're forcing Spotify to make a choice. Why do that? Because then it comes back to you're trying to make people think. Cause like, well, Neil Young is very, very, very old, like on death's door old. Really? So I think that really it's just, it's coming from his camp and he's just, they're trying to pick an artist who's big enough and resilient enough where, hey, you can get, everybody can start to hate you and you'll still be okay. Hmm. Um, so he's just, they're picking somebody of power to go against it really is what they're doing dude that's what it is it's really it's a political thing uh, so that's why I bring it up because I, I see it as very relevant and very political and affecting people that I consume media from mm-hmm. so so that's one thing so let's go to some more current events funny skit idea uh, so I plan to make skits in the future I've got all those crates I want to do that crate challenge I'm going to be so late to it but I can't do it till the summer right because you need grass because yeah. they have to be on grass for it to be legit but I have the crates uh, so I'm doing skits anyway uh, funny skit idea that I'll do. So this is this is me publishing it so that somebody else. Why aren't we recording? How long has that been? Not. Oh, it just stopped. It just <laughs> it just stopped. Okay. Oh, there's probably like a time limit on it. Where it's like after like let's say like yeah, 45 minutes. Looks like we got 22 minutes left. It'll just be yeah. You're right. It's running out of space. But we mm-hmm. got 22 minutes left, and it must have stopped to preserve a little bit of space. Ah. It's just checking. Hey, you still there? Um, okay. So skits. Um, funny skit idea go around misgendering people who are obviously their normal gender so like a 50 year old farmer just call him ma'am mm. <laughs> you know and I think that would be funny and it would be like I, I think that would be funny funny for a skit like yeah. you know how they, those, those guys who do the skits where they just like it's them pranking people yeah yeah. okay what else we got here um, so this one is a bit again 
So I once heard that there was a bomb threat at a uh, a local a local Target. Mm. I thought it was a little on the nose. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Bingo! There we go. Um, if a woman's primary function is love, what is men's? It used to be protection and security. Now society has hijacked that. So what else? What else might must it be? You know, that's that's that, that's more of a premise idea. Hmm. Because it really has been taken away from men in a way, you know? That aspect of life. What do men even in modern society even provide anymore? If they're not providing money, what do they even provide in the nuclear family? And well, this, I guess, is a question that connects to the stuff we were talking about before with the, the gay family, hmm. right? It, that's a question that I have. That might be because of my upbringing that I have that question. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know what they provide other than protection. Well, that's if you see men as providers. Well, I think both parents, when you come to the nuclear family situation, I think both mm. parents are, become providers. Yeah. And then the, the, the mom provides, I guess, love mm. uh, and money, too. But uh, yeah, I guess I, all, that, all that premise has to do with, I guess, is it's something to... You probably, I probably need more there. It has something to... I'm trying to lead into something that, I guess, builds up men's purpose for the mm. future to tell them what it is, you know, because I'm having trouble figuring out what it is. So that's, I think that's a good premise to build on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's nice to be out of the minus 50 weather. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good enough. Good enough, man. All right, so um, that's good enough for the list for today. I, that one didn't seem like very much. It's because I'm going to save a lot of it because we're already at a nice deep podcast that I'm going to have to splice some videos together here. Well... We're going to maybe hit it again next week, uh, maybe, and um, I appreciate you coming out, though. So, yeah, I appreciate everybody who's listened. This was Canadian Talk episode 41 with me and uh, our temporary producer, Price. Um, that is that is all for now. Uh, I thought I had more current events on my fucking list. I know there's some more current events going on right now, other than Corona and Joe Rogan. Um. It's royal family stuff. I covered that on the last podcast. Um, is there anything else going on in the world right now? Anything come to mind for you? There's a volcano that blew up in um, Tongo. I think that's the name of the country. Volcano? Yeah. That's the, fucking rank. The whole, um, the, I think, uh, the island, I don't like, Jeez. my geography's off, but I don't know if it's an island or if it's... Um, is it kind of Central America-ish or no, it's, somewhere um, else? I think it's in Africa. Or in Africa, there. okay. Well, I guess we wish them well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, what else? Um, any type of. I mean, Ukraine and Russia—they're about to go to war. Oh yeah, the Ukraine-Russia stuff. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I like that. Okay, so for next episode, we're gonna have Price back, and we're gonna talk more about Trinidad and Tobago, his, and you know, and what's going on there, because he knows that's his country. We're gonna talk more about Corona, and my thoughts on it versus his thoughts on it. Um, we're going to talk uh, about about uh, some some politi- we left out a bunch of stuff because Trump is starting to be vocal again, and um, Biden recently had some weird speeches and stuff. So we will talk about some of that highfalutin federal stuff on next episode, and 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 what might happen with Russia because I know that Russia and Ukraine right now are they're very tense. Russia might invade Ukraine, and what are we going to do about it? Uh, that is a big question that's looming around a lot of people's thoughts right now outside of the let's laugh world so anyway uh thanks for tuning in and next week hopefully we won't have any computer or video issues so i hope this was good for you guys to watch and uh that is all
Canadian talk out. beautiful weather. Welcome, welcome for episode 41 of Canadian Talk Podcast. Music has already played, but now would be the time when if I was to edit it. You know what? Maybe this time I'll edit it. I'll cue in the music right after I do that. Because I feel like right after that that first intro, that would be, be when the music should be. So we should have um, a friend of the show showing up today in a little bit was on episode A, uh, six, six through nine, I think. He's, uh, for, you know, he's my sit-in laugh track producer. That's what he is. He helps me out if I need a Google search. He should be here. We haven't even discussed what we're going to call him yet, so we might discuss that today. But yeah, it's a pretty low energy day, because like, it went from, um, minus, minus 40, minus 40, minus 50. Now we're at like plus, we're at plus two today. So, you know, that, ta- that type of a temperature change takes a lot out of a guy. So anyway, yeah, we're in uh, Saskatchewan, Canada. Um, yeah, also there was a, like this morning I woke up, it wasn't too bad. But then right around 10 a.m. there was this uh, sewer truck that was uh, turning up the lines. Like, just because it's a warm day. Right, so they're like, hey, we better let's let's clean out these lines, like whatever the city does to the sewers, you know. And I was getting a bit of a smell in my house. I was like, oh, what the heck is going on? I thought there was something wrong with my my house, but uh, just them city workers doing what they should do. So that put me in a good mood. But you know, I have a pipe repair that I did. Oh, great! Let's like this should just be like tradesman banter here. But anyway, more to do with me. I have a pipe repair that I am. Um, uh, right after this, I'm going to go and check on it. So I've got my fingers crossed, you know, as much as that, I, that's kind of stupid. Uh, I ha- So the way, it, what it is, is the sink, so like, I'm pretty good with pipes and all, and all that type of install, like, um, so I know what I'm doing. So what's going on here is we have a pretty old sink. It's a stainless steel sink. And um, this fire is really roaring up. It's beautiful. Uh, and... And the problem is, is that it's a direct connect underneath, so there's threads on there, and the threads are unfortunately rusted, rusted so much so that they've actually cracked upward, and like, I've ran out of thread to be able to attach a direct, uh, a direct attachment onto there, because it's a, it's a seal, it's a back seal type, where it seals back on a rubber gasket, it doesn't actually seal at the threads, so, and I think we have, uh, Spectator is wearing shorts. That's pretty ballsy. So uh, I'm recording already. Uh, it's just set up so like you can just sit right there if you want. Be prepared for the Googling. And there's the whole shot so you can see what's going on. You know, if you're on it or not. Yeah. So uh, I was just talking about um, my my plumbing repair, but that's not interesting. Because we got, uh, we got a, a person in the studio for the first time in a while. Yeah, that's you. Uh, so, what are we gonna call you other than the Googler and the sitter? Like we talked before, we told you like DP or something. Price. 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 I like that. Oh yeah, I think yeah. 
said that this this fire's flaming too, so I wanted to make sure you were warm, especially now that I see you're wearing fucking shorts. Well, it's only two degrees. Yeah, it's a nice day today. It's real nice. So by the way, that's your mic. So if you um, if, and there's a stool if you want. But by the way, like that's if you it'll pick you up even over there. But if you want it to be, if you want to be here clearly, mm-hmm. if you actually have something to say, just pull it right, put it right up to your mouth. On that table there, just slide it over to your edge because you got lots of slack here, or or whatever you want to do. But yeah, I got everything sorted out, dude. It's been a long journey, um, getting getting it all, like. So let's just say starting up. By the way, sorry to any viewers watching. Just you know, we got somebody in the studio, so I'm gonna talk to them a little bit. This is technical stuff that I've said before, but like, dude, even just like getting it set up so that both mics work uh, without having like a you know one of those physical things where you plug into mics and then yeah, you can like convert it into one input because a laptop yeah. can only take one input for the most part. Ooh, okay. So just like figuring shit like that out, figuring up cameras. Oh my god, this fire. Dude, that's not the first time. That, that happens all the time. Um, and just, it has been such a headache. But like, but good, good learning curve. Oh yeah, and I brought you this uh, espresso stout from, you know, you can have it or not. Uh, I'll be happy to drink it, but... Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I'm not drinking them because I like them, but I don't know. Is it tasty? Like, well, I know you said you like them, but like... Yeah, I like, like, it, I like the darks, but uh, I figured it'd be better for you to have, because I only had like one left, mm. so I figured it'd be better for you to have. Uh, I appreciate that. That's yeah. Um, oh, what else, dude? I, I had a story I was going to queue up to tell you about. What else? So before we get to that, was there anything else? Uh, yeah, how I, get, how I get over that not having a physical mixer thing is I have a virtual mixer that works on here. Ooh. Fucking converts it, and then I record on a separate separate thing. Yeah, it, uh, it works, yeah, yeah definitely. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about you a little bit too, maybe. just. Uh, but I had a story I wanted to tell you about this weird guy that I met. Uh, he was a tenant, of course. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to uh, tell you about him. Okay. So, I'll precursor by... So, you see this shirt? Yeah. Canadian talk. It's like, that's like a standard thing, though. You can kind of pull that off the internet or something like that. Mm-hmm. Got the fucking tag there. That's nice. Yeah, it's got like tags and everything. Another tag with a picture that I guess was pulled from my Facebook mm-hmm. uh, from back in the time. I don't know. So I had a tenant who he he made shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was okay. So I'll be more descriptive. I'll start from the beginning. So what was his name? I wouldn't say his real name, but his name was. So he was a Canadian Native American. His name was. Remember, but let's say his name was Colby or something. Colby? Yeah, we'll call him Colby. Okay, yeah. Colby. Colby, and he was Native American. Mm. Um, and he did branding, and he made he made like logos and stickers and shit. I'm not really entirely sure, but he was he gave off a lot of sketchy vibes. Mm. But he seemed nice enough, yeah. right? And uh, so I rented a room to him. He was in the small room at the time. Eric, you know Eric? Oh yeah. He was still in the big room, I believe. Mm. And. Um, Oh, and then we had a different a program. There we go. We'll get her going again. We're going again. Yep. We had a little pop-up that shut off the video. Good thing I saw that. See, that's another thing that happens is 
checking everything. Just uh, it, it, it's something that comes over time, yeah, and all of a sudden now I can't stop doing it. Have you ever seen the, the Take Your Shoes Off podcast? I have not. It's super popular, like millions millions of views. One of the top five, like oh, most wow. popular in the world. Is it on Spotify? So, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Um, yeah, but the, he does the same thing. He's got OCD with his fucking, because he sets up everything. I'm, I'm totally on the same thing. So anyway, the three guys upstairs, were, I was getting hints that the middle guy room was weird. The, uh, this guy room, he, uh, he was making shirts, but he hadn't made anything for me. I asked him, hey, maybe make me some shirts, but I meant like, make me 20 mm. cheap. Like he went way above and beyond. So this is what happened. The middle guy room ended up doing, he did math. This is the mm. first guy I've ever had. Did I tell you this story at all yet or a little bit? I don't mean you tell me a little bit. A little bit, but I'll tell it anyway, yeah. just for, so he did math. And we'll call him John, for, or you know, his, that's not his, his name. It's not his full Colby name. Colby and John. Yeah, Colby and John. Yeah. And um, so John starts doing meth. He's a weird guy, and so I, I kick him out because he start. So he's got a few days before he leaves, because I find out he's doing meth. Mm-hmm. He's acting a little weird. He's weird. He's been telling weird stories about like sex stories about having sex with prostitutes and shit. He starts getting weird. He he was hanging out with me and. Uh, one of the tenants in the yard this one time, he just starts bawling his eyes out. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere. Yes, this was the story that I told you about the meth guy a little bit, but this, these are two stories coming together to do with the shirt. Yeah. So it's a fuller story. So um, that guy, the shirt maker guy, thinks that the meth guy, I don't actually know what happened. The meth guy might have did something weird, something mm-hmm. gay. So this is what happened. The shirt guy starts thinking that this guy is gay or something and he's like super homophobic so he's like super homophobic it's weird you run into weird people or maybe he was just trying to get out like leave or something i don't know i don't presume to know but this what he sent me a scathing homophobic type message about this guy as to why he was leaving mm-hmm. so i don't know what john did but so that's what happened and so he's gone though so he leaves because this oh my god this guy's and he's using slurs because he's he's Let's call him, he's, he's not mentally handicapped, but he's not intellectually gifted. Mm. Let's put it that way. Right. So <laughs> he, so he's in, you know, he's just sending out text, this, this F, I don't really say that word. Do you say that word? No. The, the F-A-G word? No. No. So he's using that as an excuse. He's gone. He leaves behind me one shirt. Mm. I, and I wanted a bunch, right? And I was going to pay him for it. But instead, he just leaves behind this shirt without saying anything. Um, and But not only did he accuse him of being, you know, homosexual he was accusing everybody in the whole house eric me you know everybody so uh it was weird and uh but anyway he made me this nice shirt which is really funny really weird well you got a nice memento on it yeah 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 but it it makes me weird every time i look because i think of him in his weird i guess chaotic mood swing yeah because like it came out of nowhere dude what kind of a just like it's i know it's the the story doesn't really have a hook but like just what kind of a person So him, and I guess unless you're trying to, no, did it go into an update? Oh, we're not plugged in. (laughs) We're not plugged in. Damn it, dude. Fuck. You know, I can splice it together. It's no big deal, but that's going to make things more fucking annoying. I could not. Just be careful. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Check to make sure I was plugged in, dude. Gosh. Well, this is still picking up audio, so there will be lower. Co- I'll splice it together. It'll be fucking 
You could do like a blooper kind of thing, you know? Yeah, like yeah. And just yeah. like this happened. For sure, for sure. I'm gonna spice it together. I can't believe that. We had the video cancel out and we had the computer shut off. I see this like, alright, like, if that cancels out, if that cancels out, you know, yeah. then uh, let's hope it nothing else would cancel out yeah. for the rest of it. Yeah. Oh, we're having like an ash rain in here. Oh, I kind of like it. See the ashes in the air? Ooh. I don't know. It's the ambiance for the for the thing. Look at how quickly this fucking this thing fires up, dude. I love it. You got an SSD in it. Uh, um, I, I think it does. It doesn't have a full SSD, mm. but it does have something similar. Oh, look at that, right? Like we were just shut off. So there's my voice meter. Else is popping open. Oh, Spotify, Steam, Spotify, all this other shit will pop open. Discord. It's hard to keep your focus when you're doing this kind of shit, you know. set already and we also have a website stephanjackson.ca where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes and we're also on YouTube where you can find the video versions